0: Hello, everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is... Sometimes an ugly property could have amazing potential. I call it beautiful potential. And just because it's ugly doesn't necessarily mean that it can't produce millions of dollars for you. Now, I am going to play this video right now, and I want you to tell me what you see. I see a junkyard. I see abandoned cars. I see RVs. I also see in the back, you can't see it, but you can see animals roaming in the back. Now, would you say that this property is an ugly property? I would say yes, but it has beautiful potential. What I want to do now is introduce you to one of our students. His name is Sam. And what you're looking at is a seven and a half acre RV storage property that is super, super underutilized. Meaning there's so much space back there that is uh, not configured optimally to maximize the income. And guess what? We found it by going direct to the property owner. We constructed seller financing. That means no bank was involved. And we have this three phase plan to make Sam millions of dollars. What I want to do now is let's meet Sam and he'll tell you all about it. All right, before we meet Sam, I just want to lay quick groundwork of what we're doing in this video. So, Sam's deal was very complicated. And whether it's complicated like Sam's, where it's a seven and a half acre, underutilized, seller financed, three attorneys involved, that type of transaction, or if it's a simple five unit apartment building transaction, these five rules of commercial estate investing still apply, okay? So real quick, here they are. Number one, you need to have a strong why. I'm talking about you. Sam had a very strong why of why He wanted to do this business and he needed to make it work. What is your why? What is your why? Have a strong why. Number two, rule number two is go direct to the property owners. And we've been doing this for years. This is how we get to the best deals is by going direct to the property owner. Now, let me say this, going to the property owner is just half of it. The second half is knowing what to do with the property owner once you get there. That's where coaching comes into play, okay? Number three is, you need to make your offer based upon seller motivation. So we teach our students that the commercial real estate is a relationship-based business. And we create win-wins for our students and for the sellers. You know what we're saying is, when you have a motivated seller and a motivated buyer, our student, beautiful things can happen. You can create beautiful potential. And that's what Sam did here, and he'll explain to you how he did it very shortly. And rule number four is establish your team of experts. So we put forth all of our resources for Sam. Our attorneys, <laughs> you name it. This this property was this transaction was uh, was complicated, but Sam had us on the side, and I'll let him share with you who all came together to get this deal done. And rule number five is to plan out your extra strategy that is easier said than done this requires years of experience and knowing what to do it's almost like uh, extra strategy is almost like predicting your future which is really really tough it takes years of experience to kind of plan what could happen out here to make the uh, the outcome positive so an extra strategy is how to get your money out of the investment at the later stages of the deal so those are the five rules now uh, what I want to do next is let's go to rule number one and have Sam share his why and I'll share a little bit, ab- little bit more about it. Let's do that next.
1: Okay, so this is about a 7.5 acres RV storage. About five acres of them are currently being used as an RV. The other 2.5 acres, I'm going to repurpose it to uh, self-storage in the future. Uh, as far as the five acres RV storage, I'm going to upgrade it more with a canopy. Uh, so that it increases the uh, coverage as well uh, so uh, and this is going to be the ultimate plan hopefully you know, that will be by name of phase three all right so let's start off with sam's why so here it is hi my name is sam lee i work as a uh, ip directors in a pharmaceutical company and the reason why it motivated me to, to go into commercial real estate is uh, I want to get off the 95 jobs. I'm in, I'm in the IT for so long that I forgot. Then I, I just know that some days I just cannot keep the 95 jobs. So that's why i look looking into commercial real estate. Understand that um, there's cash flow can, give me, can replace my incomes.
0: All right. Welcome back. And just to do a quick summary of Sam's why, which is very short, but very powerful. Now, just a reminder, uh, having a strong why is very powerful. He was an engineer for 20 years, right in Silicon Valley like the, like most of us. His why was to get out of the rat race and replace his income. What's your why? Think about what your why is. Right? Is it similar to Sam's? What we also learned about Sam is he realized that the single family home that he owned wasn't going to allow him to meet his goals of retirement. And I believe that to be so true with you as well. And lastly, Sam currently owns uh, two of the businesses, but they're not equating to wealth creation like commercial real estate. As we jump into the numbers on this RV stores facility that, that Sam is, is into, you will see what a life changer it is. Let's go to rule number two. Rule number two is to go direct to the property owner, and Sam did that really, really well using our proprietary methods of marketing. Now, let him share with
1: you what happened. The the way I found the deal is through uh, Peter of proprietary programs, and uh, through his programs, the deals came out, which is about 7.5 acres uh, RV storage with about 373 storage space. So why do I like the deal? The deal that makes this interesting is uh, first of all, the owner have no knowledge of this market. And also the known owner doesn't have a lot of uh, data that supports it. So, which is actually an advantage. Uh, I like this deal is because it's not structures. And another thing I like the deal is because uh, all the incomes are actually under market way under markets and there's a high demand in, uh, in this RV storage business.
0: You just heard what happened with Sam. So basically, let me summarize in 30 seconds. The seller was not very knowledgeable about his property. He was poorly organized and we discovered we had huge, huge upside in the rents if we could utilize all the space around the, uh, the RV park. And I'll, I'll show you what that space looks like. Number two, the seller was tired. He wanted to sell right? He wants out. And there were certain tax implications he needed to avoid. And they're very complicated. You know how we solve that? With seller financing. Even the attorneys didn't know uh, how we're going to solve this, but they thought it was brilliant. So it was a win-win for everyone. And lastly, this is probably to me the most important thing was uh, the seller and Sam had a great relationship. And this is the main reason why the deal worked. This seller could have called a real estate agent and sold it for millions of dollars more, but he didn't want to, okay? Because uh, he and Sam had made a handshake agreement that this is what we are going to do, even though the hawks were coming in from everywhere wanting this property. Sam almost lost the property, but a handshake solidified the deal. Doesn't happen very much these days, but it did happen with Sam. So it speaks to both who Sam is and who the seller is. So let's go to Rule number three. Here's rule number three. I'll let Sham
1: share it with you. So the purchase price right now is uh, 5.5 million. And uh, I put 10% down uh, with uh, five years terms, option to lease with 5% interest only. All
0: right, now you can see exactly uh, what Sam offered. Let me simplify it. Let me summarize that a little bit for you. Uh, The offer price was $5.5 million. Sam put down 10% and it was a five-year deal. Okay. And so Sam had to make monthly payments that were interest only on the balance for five years. But at the end of five years, he has to pay the seller off. How do you do that? Well, the plan is, and you'll learn this later, is by year five, uh, we project the value to be anywhere between nine and like 12 million dollars. And we're being very conservative there. So the strategy is to get the NOI to such a point where Sam could refinance the property, pull out his down payment and pay off the seller, keep the property and take it to the next level. All right, so that's the plan right there. So that was rule number three. Let's go to rule number four. All right, here is uh, rule number four. It is to establish your team of experts. On a deal like this, on any commercial deal, if you have no experience, I don't recommend that you take on one without a team of experts that have your back. So Sam obviously had us and all our resources to uh, help him with this deal. And other than that, here's what he needed. He needed legal advice, basically an attorney, but we needed two attorneys. So basically, this deal was more or less in my backyard, and I have the perfect attorney for Sam to work with. So Sam was able to get from us an attorney to help him on the contract, but also we needed an attorney to help us with the zoning. All right, now listen to this great story. This property was uh, incorrectly zoned probably since the 50s, and because of the way it was zoned, you cannot maximize the number of spaces in the park without getting the correct zoning. So one of Sam's uh, objectives is to get the zoning changed so we can increase the size of the park and to take it to the next level, even put buildings on it. But before we do that, we have to get the zoning changed. Now, as you know, getting zoning changed in anywhere, it can be difficult, but get a load of this. So once I sent Sam to our attorney, our attorney looked at the project and he referred the zoning issue to a friend of his who happened to live in the same county as his property who happened to work for the zoning office prior. Okay, how crazy is that, right? Was this this meant to be for Sam or what? I guess so. Anyway, to make a long story short, Sam now has this expert who got the contract done, and we have this zoning attorney who is fast-tracking Sam through the zoning approval process. This guy knows everybody in the zoning office. In fact, uh, when I met Sam, uh, he told me that the attorney took Sam to the zoning office and opened up the office door to the zoning office and went into the back room as if he knew everybody because he did, amazing. Uh, Next, Sam needed to do a feasibility study, basically to hire a company to do a full one inch thick page or 60 page report on the feasibility of this RV storage facility succeeding in the market. It's gonna cost them a couple of thousand dollars, but it's so worth it, it's gonna have what the competition is doing right now, what competition exists, what's needed, what's missing in the market, what their rates are, and what the occupancy is. So very, very valuable report, so that Sam can see that this project can truly succeed. It's called a feasibility report, don't forget about that right really important next sam needed technology for the operation again this guy inherited the property from his father so it's been in two and a half generations of of ownership with no computer software zero no accounting accounting was kept on uh handwritten ledgers almost nothing there's no way that we can we can realize the potential of this property without having some very powerful software. So we went through a lot of the different software and we went back to our favorite, which is called Easy Storage Solutions. So it's a very powerful RV storage, self-storage software platform that we enjoy very much with our other students that are also investing in self-storage. So when you get a chance, check it out. It does accounting, it sends notices out to tenants, it sends text messages, it opens up the gate, it does everything. for for the owner of the facility. Okay, so check it out when you get a chance. And uh, finally, Sam needed an on-site manager. There was a great lady uh, I met, her name is Linda. She's been there for over 30 years. Nicest lady in the world. She knows that it's seven and a half acres and she knows every inch of that property. I mean, what better way to start off with a person who's that intimate with the operations of the property. So in fact, in Sam's first two weeks of ownership, they were able to get out notice to everybody that their rents are going up immediately and uh, no one even objected to any increase because he has an increase in they they have no idea how long so that is how much upside is available in this property so that's rule number 4 so let's go to rule number 5 rule number 5 planned out Your extra strategy, which is basically how you're going to get your money out of the investment and pay back the seller and take the deal to the next level. So what I'm going to do now is have Sam walk you around the facility and share with you the property in its total so you can get a better visual of what plans um, Sam has. And then when we come back, I'll share with you the three phase strategy that Sam has created, which is brilliant.
1: So what we have here is uh, there's some warehouses on the on my right side With different tenants. I also have we have a car repair place behind me. There's uh, There are some houses uh, that was actually where the managers are stage staging Uh, on the left. There's uh, where's uh, some portion of uh, boat storage for RV storage and Behind me where you don't see is uh, where all the RVs are way in the back. So this is the RV parking storage yard with just different variation of RV from 20 footers to 45 footers, going around two aisles all the way to that side, over the trees, and then, and then further out in the back.
0: Now, let me wrap up by just summarizing the three phases that we're gonna coach Sam through. And right now, Sam is undergoing phase one. And uh, so here, here, are the three phases. So phase one, which is what Sam is doing now, uh, the current zoning is called legal non-conforming. Okay, and that's the zoning. And what that means is that back when, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, when you built the property, it was legally built and legally used. But because the zoning laws have changed all the way until this year, it is no longer conforming to today's laws. So it's called legal non-conforming. It is legal, but it's not conforming to today's laws. So Sam uh, Sam has installed the software, and right now he's laying out the structure. So lots of work to do, lots of potential. This property is huge. It's gonna cash flow like crazy, and it's all RV storage in the wine country, in the wine capital uh, of California, awesome area so a quick story when sam was going through uh with, with his attorney that we referred to, the, the attorney was saying was telling sam how did you find this deal things like this don't happen he actually said that so kudos to sam all right and then sam is going to raise the rent in fact he's already raised the rents and they basically doubled which is not a problem because sitting on the lot are RVs that are worth quarter million dollars. I think they can afford to pay $250, don't you think? (laughs) Okay. And then at the end of phase one, the goal is to reach the NOI to $375,000 a year. And that were at a five cap, that'll bring it to the value of the property to 7.5 million. So at this point, he just forced the equity by $2 million. And I recall Uh, When Sam first joined the program, that was one of his goals, is to learn how to force equity on a a commercial property. So, voila, you did it, Sam. That's phase one. Phase two, the goal is to get the zoning to legal conforming, okay, by uh, using his attorney to go to the zoning office and then apply for the legal conforming zoning designation. So, that's that's in process. We're not sure how long that's going to take. It's going to take a while. In the meantime, once we're at phase two, we're going, he's going to asphalt everything to improve uh, their property. Lots of improvement, clean out the junk, there's some trailers to be moved out, there's some shipping containers to be moved out, a lot of stuff needs to be done here. He's going to, now that he has legal conforming, he can add canopies. And once you put the canopies over the RVs, you know these quarter million dollar RVs, you can charge $150 more per month. So huge upside. So um, he's going to raise the rent again by adding the canopies. So he'll get the NOI to six hundred thousand, and at a five cap, that brings the property value to twelve million. And some of you are thinking, a five cap for RV storage? Oh yes. All right. So again, this property is located in the wine country of uh, the wine capital of America, and wine country in California. I used to mountain bike up there; the most beautiful area in the world. And smack dab on the corner of it is Sam's uh, RV facility. And then uh, at the end of the day, at phase two, the goal is to pay off the seller. So this is at the end of the fifth year, he has to pay off the seller. Remember it was seller financing. Okay, so that's phase two. Phase three is to get the zoning to what we call C3. C3 means uh, general commercial, heavy commercial. The C3 designation will allow him to, to put buildings self-storage buildings on the property. He can't do it, do it here because it's legally non-conforming. He can't do it here. It has to be C3. So his attorney is working on taking him from here to here to here. Okay? So all of that is in process. And he's going to add two and a half acres of self-storage units. That's a lot. And the go here, how is he going to finance this? Well, once you pay off the seller, we're going to take some of this money and we're going to put it into the self storage units to build them up. And then the goal is down the road is to get the NOI to 1.2 million at a five caps worth 37 million. The end goal for Sam is to refinance uh, once he reaches this level and go into acquisition mode for other RV facilities, a multi-family in the area, maybe even a development on the other side of the property. So many things you can do once this happens. So that's phase one, two, and three. You've seen it all, you've seen Sam. Isn't Sam incredible? So, and imagine this is Sam's first commercial deal. So he took this down, so
1: amazing. This work isn't easy, but it sure is worth it.